Hey guys, welcome to episode 37. You know what? I got to check for you guys because um, I am exhausted. It's almost midnight and I needed to edit the podcast with uh, Jamie Pinder that we did today. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do it is because uh, 30 episode 36, by the way. This episode was just ridiculous. Uh, anytime you get Jamie and I on a podcast, we always tend to go through 5,000 million rabbit holes. But the information, it's so valuable that I did not want to interrupt it. The, the, the core of this episode was the effects of anabolics on the brain. And we did touch a little bit on that. And then it deviated into dating, and then it deviated into sex, <laughs> and then it deviated into uh, size of clit and sexual performance. And we're gonna do a couple of uh, videos on dating, believe it or not, uh, a podcast on dating and relationships while on peds. Uh, but this episode was real special to me because it allowed me to really uh, not only learn from Jamie as well, because I'm always learning from everyone, but at the same time, um, utilize the correlation of that I'm I'm experiencing with uh, TRT and the differences of utilizing TRT and having a full blown cycle um, is very apparent to me at this point in time. And and talking to Jamie, uh, it sheds a little bit of light in terms of how to approach uh, PEDs with women when we when we're coaching them and the diff the vast differences in hormone imbalances that. All women, I think all women are going to experience it if they're running cycles and having the right coach to put you back into homeostasis, getting you back onto a PCT uh, program, the effects that it has on your brain. We talked a little bit about um, how women become a little more dry. Uh, and I have an issue with that because I dated a lot of, uh, I shouldn't say a lot. I've dated some competitors, uh, IFBB pros. And um, anytime you start dating someone that tends to run cycles, they're not as sweet. They're not as nice or affectionate. It's called nurturing. And she, we, she shares a little bit about her own experience on that. And I share a little bit of my own experience from the other side of the spectrum on the differences uh, of that and the impact it can have on your relationship. And the reason behind it is also the way that it affects your brain, serotonin levels, dopamine levels, all the neurotransmitters that are constantly basically uh, impacting your everyday life, your mood, your desire to have sex, your desire to smile and laugh and do all these things. So this episode was an hour and 44 minutes. So I am not going to talk anymore. Um, if you guys want to split it into two, I highly recommend it. I think uh, you guys will definitely going to enjoy this episode the most. Uh, at least watch the first half during your cardio session tomorrow morning, and then the rest uh, maybe during your lift or maybe the following morning. I think it's well worth it. I hope uh, you guys enjoy it. With that being said, guys, I won't take too much of your time. Thank you for your patronage as always. Uh, take care of yourselves, take care of your health, and enjoy this very enthusiastic um, episode of Hard Facts Fitness with Jamie Pinder. With, all, with that being said, uh, thank you for your patronage as mentioned, yours truly, and let's get going on this.
Hi guys, welcome to episode 37 of Hearts Fats Fitness. I have almost like a resident now of Heart Fats Fitness. <laughs> Jamie Pinder's on. Hey Jamie, how are you? I am doing awesome. How are you? Uh, aside from, from you telling me that my face looked like <laughs> from being so lean. <laughs> I'm okay. But like he's gotta be dieting. He's got the <laughs> he's got the skeletor face going on. Yeah, I, I do. I do. And I've been actually talking to a lot of our uh, our listeners. Uh not not uh not chronicling or my journey of fat loss, but just the process a little bit of where I'm at. I was like a hundred, yeah. I was lingering over 183 and then I broke down to 180, 179 on Saturday. And then today is 176. And I'm like, man, I feel really light. And you know how I can tell, I don't know, you're, you may be a little different because I, I was just telling Jamie, you're just a little bit, you're different. You're a different breed. Of human. <laughs> uh, I, I can tell my lifts, like my, yeah. I, I've been doing about 300, 305 on once a, every couple of weeks, I'll max out. I'll go really heavy on my chest workouts and I'll do what 305, 310. I tried 300 pounds on Sunday. That thing was oh, not oh, going man. up. That was not going up. I, I was like, my buddy, give me a spot because 290 felt really heavy and it just didn't go up. So are, so are you getting most of your fat loss from primarily diet or are you using like a lot of fat burners too? I'm not, I'm not using any fat burners around no non-stim. I was just talking to Dr. Joe about that earlier in the podcast, zero stim, zero. Yeah. The only, well, the only stim that I do consume is from, um, is from the pre-workout when I do take the pre-workout. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been basically doing it on diet alone. Wow. Uh, and, and I've actually, I've been blessed to, to work with rejuvenate. We, we are working with, uh, with, uh, I'm actually sampling, trying it out, which was, it has been absolutely amazing. I've been telling a lot of people about it. Semaglutide. Oh yes. So you guys carry that. We carry semaglutide. And what I've been, I was talking to Chris oh, about this. Man, I want to try that. 90% of my fat loss going from tool guys, I was going from tool four all the way to 184, 183 with zero cardio zero cardio all right nothing. we gotta we gotta talk after after this podcast because i want to try that shit let me tell you uh, yeah, yeah we, we should, we're gonna talk about and it's funny because you and i every time we go on a specific topic we <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we talk about other shit all the time right well, but, i was what you know i was watching that guy uh the more plates more dates guy right yeah and so he was actually talking about it with um two other guys that are on YouTube that talk about anabolics all the time. And they like, they were just raving about it the whole time. It's, Jamie, it's fucking it's amazing. Total game it's changer. fucking amazing. Yeah. I went, I, I take NAD plus obviously from the clinic, NAD yeah. plus with AOD, which is a fat burner. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Right. And right. it's pharmaceutical. It's a trochee. I have it. I put it in my tongue every morning, like clockwork. I wake up and that's it. Yeah. And on once a week, I'll do the semi-glutide and you just, you don't, I, I didn't do any cardio and my weight just went to a four to a hundred one nine all the way down to 184. And then it's kind of like, just went bluff. Yeah. I lingered. And then I said, okay, I've gone, I've, I've dropped significant amount of body fat. It's time to do what? Okay. It's time to throw some cardio in there. Right. Yeah. So I, I I'm doing about 20 minutes of cardio about oh, five times a minutes. week. Wow. Minutes. That is, you are killing it right now. 20 man. minutes. I mean, <laughs> I know people can't see, but you can probably tell like in, in how flat in my face and yeah, my, yeah. a little bit of my clothes. Uh, so I, and even with the, just, just running the semi-glutide, uh, which I think is crazy because you, the one catch on that is you have yeah. to eat your meals because it takes right. the hunger completely away. You feel no hunger. 
like that is, zero. Yeah, that's what they were saying, that it really helps control hunger. But now, is it also giving you more energy? Like, honestly, I feel pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that I think is the way, the fact that I'm 170 something now, I can't right. push uh, 300 pounds. And I always tell people, you know what, you push, and people go with like 300 pounds. And like, I was struggling. You push three plates, man. You're doing pretty well. You're in a pretty yeah. elite class. Not many people can push three plates on a bench. I yeah. can still do 100, I can still do 100 pound dumbbells, 105, 110s on, uh, on a decent day, which is not too bad. Yeah. Uh, energy level is okay, but I go days that are my, I, I'll go two days on low carbs because I run IGFLR3. My right. low carb days are 100. Yeah. And, and my hundred, my hundred carb days, I literally just shrink like I look a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm and sure mentally. after this refeed that you do, I you'll probably wake up looking even better tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably even like tighter and fuller. Tighter, and, oh yeah, all that oh, good yeah. stuff. So I'm I'm excited to try this out, but I I I've been wanting to do a video on semaglutide only because. Um, the guy from more, he, he's one of the people that I follow the most because yeah. uh, he's very smart yes. and he's very, he's very articulate and he yes. does his homework. He doesn't put bullshit out there. Like everybody else does. Like I had a guy basically saying that Epicatechin uh, was uh, uh, just like a, a testosterone and I'm like, it uses a completely different pathway. It yeah. does not even work on testosterone levels. So right. I don't like people that don't do the research is putting stupid bullshit out there, but this guy does his research oh, and everything that. he's spoken about semaglutide, it's a game changer, yeah. especially when you get to, especially with, with those IFBB pros uh, that are going to the Olympia uh, that, are, that are doing the, uh, the, the hard preps, you would take yeah. semaglutide, you don't feel the hunger. Wow. Like I literally have to force myself to eat because if I don't, yeah, if I don't force myself, it's a meal, I'll go five hours and I don't feel it, even at 100 carbs. Wow. Yeah. So, it's a real uh, deal. So, so now my question to you is, because you're dropping weight so fast, would you, con would you consider not like dropping the semaglutide? Um, be, no, because the semaglutide only targets the fat. Okay. It, it's only, it, it literally is an, it's, it's a medication made for obese right, people. Right. So um, what you see with a semi-glutide is that, and that was, that was my concern when I was talking to the chief pharmacist for the, for the clinic, the, the, the pharmacy that we work with, even for our supplement line. Um, and he was telling me that I'm, I'm probably not going to see this results as somebody that's obese would, right. um, because they, they have people that are 300 pounds that are dropping 30 right. pounds a month on semi-glutide because it targets- uh it targets just the fat. And I said, 30 pounds for them, one or two pounds for me a week. That's still fantastic process, like progress. I'm pretty freaking happy. He goes, as long as you don't have expectations of dropping 10 pounds of fat. I said, I don't have 10 pounds of fat. Fat to lose, yeah. So, so that's, yeah. I mean, I think the biggest like advantage, especially for competitors, is going to be just the appetite suppressant itself. That, that that's one thing that's always killed me has been the uh i run high cortisol because i'm hyper i'm a hyper motherfucker anyway yeah uh, i'm like always moving doing a million things at once right before i was i was testing our our vitamin this liposomal which is freaking amazing it tastes really good the the liposomal joints it tastes mm -hmm. not so good but it's very very good for your joints um yeah. it has a 90 percent bioavailability in comparison so 
you know what? Forget that. We're going to get into off topic, but going back to the, to the semi-glutide, I, I've been telling a lot of the coaches that we work with, yeah. um, if, if you want to see something amazing, NAD with AOD, NAD plus with AOD, yeah. and then throw in the semi-glutide and don't even do cardio. Like yeah. give, it, give it four weeks, six weeks. The first 15 pounds are going to just Fall. come off and it's off on its own. And then when you hit a wall of plateau, I wouldn't even change your calories too much. Right. Now, you, you understand how this all works, obviously, but keep in mind, I'm running IGFLR3. So also right. I can eat a little bit more carbs and get away with it. Right. But let it all come off. When you start to plateau, okay, it's time to throw in a little cardio in there. And ever since I started throwing a little cardio, I went from 183 to 176 in two and a half weeks. Yeah. So it, it's, it's starting to, you know, and the, my energy levels are not bad because Nat Plus helps with energy levels. Interesting. And yeah. so like real quickly ask you about your, the joint supplement. Now that's got the BCP and the TB in it. Is that no. correct? No, the joint okay. supplement. So we want what we wanted to do is do a bundle package because we we cannot do uh, so TB five hundred and BPC one five seven. They're peptides. So right. That's uh, what I thought I saw something that like you were doing a, like a liposomal. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing the joint. The joint one is basically the the. So what I wanted to do is you can get the BPC TB five hundred from from Amino Pure, and then put a pack, a bundle package with the joint. The joint has 500, mil, 500 milligrams of glucosamine, 500 milligrams of MSM and 500 milligrams of chondroitin on a liposomal formula. So the bioavailability of that is 90%. And people don't realize that the bioavailability of glucosamine alone in the past, you needed to take about 10 pills or eight right. pills for it to really be effective because your body destroys it. So right. with this formulation, which I'm gonna be honest with you guys, guys I mean, be, be, because I like to be honest, it's probably some of the better stuff that you can probably consume, but it doesn't taste very good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. It doesn't taste very good. So I would put it in juice and just take it with juice. If yeah. you have, and, and, you know, if you do your BPC with that, it's going to basically take your pains and joints uh, pain away from your joints. So that's the goal. And not in, like I was talking to the, I was just talking to the pharmacist right now, right before we, we went on live and he was telling me, unfortunately, Ron, we can't make every, I mean, we can only throw so much stuff in there that's going to make it taste good uh, because we're going away from the, from, from you, the way that you guys want to present your supplement as being hundred percent natural without fillers, without right. bullshit, without crap. Uh, I don't want to go in and throw sugar in there. Right. I don't want to go in and throw uh, fillers that are just going to be like, it's going to taste good. Well, that's not really what we're about. We're about performance. Yeah. So yeah. the best thing that I would tell people is like, put it in your shake. Uh, it's only seven milliliters. Yeah. And, and just down it. You probably won't even taste it. Well, the vitamin tastes like fruit. Yeah, maybe mix it with the vitamin. There you go. Mix it with the vitamin. It tastes like fruit. I actually, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fruity. But yeah, talk to us about, talk to me about the semaglutide. I've been telling uh, one of our coaches, uh, Christy, Christy Papas, she's actually just went on NAD Plus uh, and just literally, I think she started semaglutide. And yeah. uh, she loved the NAD Plus. I said, if you love the NAD Plus, combine it with the semaglutide, it's a game changer. Yeah. See, I've used the AOD before on its own. It's good stuff. And I, I I didn't feel like I got much out really? of it. Really? Yeah. Did you did you cycle it upward? No, I did not. So what happens with it with that is so AOD 9064. 
and it's you know what's interesting i'm not even in, i'm not even a supplement guy like i'm not a but i've learned so much over the last year talking to the pharmacists and all these formulators a, uh, the difference between aod 9064 and frag uh, 17691 there isn't there's only one slight difference in a in right. a molecule composition and the difference is that that basic is made it was actually tested in humans that's why it's approved by the fda um you and you have to ramp it up so basically you do 200 micrograms week right one. so like you would do with like frag right it's the same thing otherwise you're, they say no so the pharmacy says no that you don't have to but i have only seen real true benefits of, of frag or yeah. aod when you actually when you See, actually ramp up. I, I usually only use my frag at like the end of like a dieting phase. So I'm only using it for like three to four weeks. So generally, like I, if I'm only using it for that long, I usually don't ramp it up. Now, if I'm going to use it for like six weeks or longer, yeah. then I think like ramping it up makes more sense. Have you thought of good results with frag? I, I, I have mixed feelings with it because it's a hit and miss for me. Um, I, I always say you the only way you want to run. I have people telling me, Hey, I bought a bottle of a vial of frag. I said, well, you just wasted your money. Right. Um, it ain't going to do anything. I, I'm honest. Like I want to make sure that I'm, I'm being honest with you. Uh, unless you're willing to spend, you know, enough money to run five or six weeks of frag, then right. you probably don't do it. There's other alternatives. The best solution, uh, for fat loss that I, and we're going to put a bundle for, for certain coaches that they want it is going to be uh, on the liposomal or even the injectable people keep asking me is is your liposomal going to be as good as your injectable and i, I want to say yes but the answer is i still believe injectable is going to be king no matter what uh i notice it with with pump i notice it with anything even the pre our pre-work oh, is yeah. fantastic but but the pre the pre the amino pump injectable it's just i'm you just it, can't even yeah, touch it it's crazy. you can't touch it it's crazy yeah. um yeah. so the the thing i would tell them instead of it kind of using frag the way that you're using it at the very end yeah. but it's but use it use the l-carnitine and guys this is for competitors oh, yeah. only listen to what i'm gonna say this is only gonna be for competitors this is how i would do it at the very end even now that i only have maybe like five more pounds to like shed at this point mm -hmm. in my in my cut i would probably ramp up uh my car and i just started my carnitine too by the way that the the all the weight that i lost was on no no l-carnitine really? i just started i just started 700 I wow. just started 700. So I'm a 700 milligram. Exactly. This is, this is I'm excited about this. Yeah. 700 milligrams of carn, AOD with NAD and some glutathione. That's my fat burning stack I right now. It. And over the last two weeks, and that's when I really started plummeting. But I would do the last phase of a cut. I would actually tell people, double your carn. Yeah. Double carn. Oh yeah. Morning, morning yeah. fasted, 500 or 700. Pre workout, 500 or 700. Yep. Semi-glutide, NOD, uh, NAD, and then do a, do a frag if you really want. Because at your point, athletes of your caliber, you're you're looking at micro changes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right. Every right. every little bit of fat that you get off makes a makes a difference. It that point two point three percent difference is going to be huge for for people like athletes of your caliber that are looking that chasing that the perfection right per the yeah. perfect look. Um, where people like me, your average Joe is like, Hey, I'm lean. I, if I lose another pound, yeah. I'm good. Right. You right. Do I need yeah. to spend that extra three, $400 on, on, on frag to get that extra 0.4% difference? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But what I, what I like to do with the L-carn is 
inject it before fasted cardio, but then do the, cause I don't want to do that many in, I already like pinned myself enough times that I don't want to inject it again, <laughs> like pre-workout. Cause I'm already doing like four injections pre-workout. Cause I'm doing <laughs> the IGFDES, I'm doing the amino pump. So that's already, you know, if I'm going to split that with the sides and I'm doing micro injections, that's already a lot of pinning. So what I'll old. do, yeah. So what I'll do is like pre-workout, do the liposomal. Liposomal, right? Yeah. So then you're not I, I was, having to pin as much. Yeah. I was doing, I was doing, uh, I was doing the liposomal 1000. I was sampling it until I ran out of my sample. Um, and those are ready are going to be shipping this in a week. We we should start seeing some product. Uh, I was doing the 1000 liposomal pre-workout, and the thing with that is, and we're gonna get that message out. People think that I don't feel anything. You're not gonna feel anything yeah. on Elkhorn. You just gotta trust that it's that it's doing its thing. And I'll tell you, it's doing its thing because I have testimony from plenty of athletes that have yeah. gotten super lean of Elkhorn. It works. Oh, it's hell just, yeah. you just gotta forget about it. Stop looking at the mirror every ten seconds. Pin it. Do your cardio and stop yeah. looking for micro changes on a daily basis, and right. let it do its job. It works, and I that's how I that's how I run it. But semaglutide, I'm telling you, it's pretty dude. crazy. Okay, sister, up. I'm ready. I'm, I want to. I, I think, I, try I think it. you froze there for a second, or maybe yeah, you're on you're frozen on my end. Yeah, you're frozen too. Yeah, I got you back. Okay, so okay. let's let's jump on the topic of this session today. Well, we uh, actually wanted to talk about today. Yeah, thirty minutes later here, but uh, it's always right? a it's always a pleasure talking to you, Jimmy. As you, I just have a blast talking about this stuff. It's fun. It's always fun, uh, and I think the energy that you bring is amazing. So I appreciate you coming on and and, and being okay. on our program here. Um, one of the things that uh, I think that's being neglected, and I think you actually brought it up, and I said, man, let's run with this because um, this is a topic of discussion that does not get addressed enough. And I was just talking to an IFBB pro that I want her to be a part of our athlete group. Um, and, and she asked me a question. She said, well, uh, I, I'm not very happy with my health markers. Can you help me? I said, oh, let me look at your blood work. So we're going over her blood work. She's going to rejuvenate tomorrow uh, to have a, um, a consult with Chris. And I have an idea of pretty much what's going on. She was like, am I happy about this? Am I happy about that? I've been on, on Estricor for new ethics and I'm still estrogen dominant. Um, so she's painting a picture. And this, I'm prefacing all this for a reason. Yeah. She's painting a picture and I'm telling her, look, I'm looking at your blood work. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't run liver enzymes though. Your lab work, I mean, the other clinic you were with, they didn't run liver enzymes. I would have run liver enzymes. Yeah. Your, your kidneys are stressed and she's an IFBB pro. She can, she's right. really in good shape. Um, your kidneys are stressed. Your, 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 uh, kidney filtration is kind of high. I'd be careful with that. Your blood is a little thick, so you may want to mm -hmm. donate. Um, and the biggest concern is your estrogen and your testosterone is pretty low. Your testosterone is 20. Yeah. So one is actually really not that bad for a woman. Uh, she basically told me this. She says, yeah. I don't feel good at 20. Like yeah. I, when I run primo and some and women I'm, don't some like, that's true. Some women all don't. the way but you like, feel, but 20 isn't like, I mean, I see on a regular basis, women who have a testosterone level of like one to five. That's now that's when you're feeling. Oh, wow. That is when you like, you are yeah, like, that's, that's beyond. You like to like motivate yourself to just fucking go to the gym is like, you know, it's like a, a an act of God, right? Like, so an act of God, uh, yeah. So, like, when I hear 20, it's like, okay, well, that's actually still 
that's actually still like, a, you know, some women, if they were at 20, they'd be like, fuck, man, this is like a luxury. It's, uh-huh. it's bearable. I think it's bearable yeah. by the mere fact that, and I have a friend of mine, my friend, my, my friend Asia, she runs 80 all the time naturally. Yeah. And she's just is like some women are going to run. And, you know, those women who run like their testosterone is naturally higher. Guess what? They're usually also the women that are very high level athletes. They're the ones that are that that were like, you know, the the top of the game of like, you know, they played soccer and, and this, softball and they fucking killed all the sport. For, like, for anyone who's yeah. seen me work out at the gym with Asya, um, if you've never seen a woman bench to 20. 220 yeah okay. yeah before and, pads before pads and so you know in that context like i bet she feels great at 80 right you oh, yeah. have some women who at 80 they virilize they like they're gonna they're gonna be like my my clit's getting enlarged like mm-hmm. my sex drive is through the roof you mm-hmm. know i'm getting hair on my chin yep so yeah there is like some contextual it's of totally you know you have to gauge it totally have to gauge right, it and right. she was telling me and this this athlete was telling me like i i can tell the difference when i run primo and i'm my, yeah. my testosterone is like 80 to 90 to 100 uh i feel much better i said well number one is pre- because it's primo right um it's gonna be much better uh, but 20 for you may be low. Right. Um, so, you know, the, one of the things that Chris may tell you, he may, may give you just five milligrams right. of test, just five to Probably bump you up to need that much. Maybe, maybe it'll bump yeah. you up to 30 and then you start feeling much better, maybe 40. Right. The biggest concern that I saw, her estrogen. What about her, her progesterone? It, well, that's where I'm going. Her estrogen was, her estrogen wasn't. Because uh, usually if estrogen's like super high, usually progesterone's tanked. Did she get her period back? Her progesterone is not that great, yeah. But her estrogen is not high, but it's way higher than progesterone. So sure. yeah, estrogen dominance. Estrogen sure. dominance, right. right? The biggest misconception with that is that people, women, always think, oh, but my estrogen is within range, so I can't be estrogen dominance. That is not estrogen no, dominance. That's not, that's not how you gauge it. That's, you, that's it's, right. It's it's in relation to your progesterone. Correct. Yeah. So one of the, that's what I told her. I said, well, I think you're still estrogen dominant. She goes, but I've been on estrocore for a while. And I said, well, well that's, that doesn't address the progesterone though. Man. You got to get the progesterone up. That's going to bring, <laughs> that's going to bring that ratio of progesterone to estrogen. <laughs> you and me right here, we're right here, so we're right here. It's not about, you know, if you've got someone who's estrogen dominant, that their estrogen is still within like the no, quote unquote normal range. Normal. It's going to be like, if they are symptomatic of like having estrogen dominance, it's, it's the progesterone that you really need to work up because work if you're taking est- like estrocort, yeah, well, your estrogen is already, you know, it's not going to do anything else, right? No. Well, it's in a good range. To come back up. And right. she probably feels, re- a lot of probably why she feels shitty is because her progesterone's not high. It's exactly what I told her. I said, yeah. look, what's going to happen, and this is, and I'm not- It's going to be hard to sleep if you're going to be yes. hard to, like, because there's a lot of there, and this will actually- like kind of like we're gonna kind of talk about this today, where yeah, you know, a lot of your neural pathways, you know, they are you know you know estrogen and uh, progesterone like based. So you, you know that's something that is also gonna affect your mental health too. Totally, serotonin levels. I mean, we're talking about like how it works with your neurotransmitters, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But what I told her was, look, if I'm a guessing man, and this is how what I would do, and I'm not Chris. Chris is my clinical director. He's yeah. a specialist. He's probably going to add some testosterone, which is going to cause your estrogen levels to go up, which you don't want that right. in a way, but it's going to happen. So, but in, in, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even do the estrocord anymore. I mean, you can, but I wouldn't. And most likely he's going to prescribe progesterone. So as estrogen, 
Has she tried to bring her uh, progesterone up naturally? No, I think she spoke to her coach, which uh, which we both know, uh, yeah. and and he basically put her on a, on on estracort. Uh, yeah. and, and I said, that, that's good because it's a metabolizer, which is not a bad thing, right. but yes, not, that doesn't fix your problem. That's right. not going to fix your estrogen dominance. Well, You're going to need to get that progesterone up. How old is she? That was my next question that I asked her. I said, because okay. here's the thing. The <laughs> last thing I want to do to a woman who's under 45 is put her on progesterone. Then you're on, you're going to be on HRT for the rest. Like you don't want, you, no one wants to be on HRT in their fucking thirties, like in their twenties. That's not where you want to be. You are hitting it. Like, like I'm telling you and me today right here. So the next question with her for me was, okay, how old are you? And before, and I said, before you answer that, okay, before you answer that, um, understand that every woman's a little different. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and I've had women that I've spoken to where, um, they're 42, 43, and they've tried all the new, all the great new ethics products, yeah. which I think they're wonderful. Um, and they basically come back with a lab work. And it's like, fuck, I've tried all that shit. I'm still estrogen dominance. Well, at that point I tell them, you know what, sweetheart, uh, with all due respect, you're in your early forties, 42, 43, you may be at that point in no return already where you need HRT. 40 is still really, I mean, unless you've abused anabolics for a long time. But they're not responding. They're not responding, Jamie. They're not responding. Or they've been using birth control for a very long time. That's another like, kind of like, I I don't know, group of women that have that issue. But you know, did she try? Yeah, like, I, see, I would always have someone try the Chase Berry first, then go Progon B, and then go HRT. Everything. That, that's, that's what we recommend. Uh, yeah. Even even when even with, when you talk to, to Chris, we yeah. always talk about what have you done from a natural standpoint to and then control also, all like, of that. I think one thing that people also forget when it comes to the natural standpoint of fixing your hormones is you're not going to take Chase Berry for three weeks and everything's going to be peak and keen. That's going to be six uh, months it, it, minimum. I mean, it can happen faster three, than that. Three months, you think? Within a couple, but it really also depends on how long has your progesterone been fucked up, right? How long have you not been PCT? How long have you not gotten your period for? Yeah. Um, that's another question. Does she still menstruate? So she gets a, she's been off of birth control for two years and yeah. she does menstruate, um, but she's only 39. Oh, that's young, man. That's young. And, and so I'm like, yeah. but again, you, like, okay. Also when you're doing the natural methods, how consistent are you? Are you taking that shit every day when you're supposed to? Yeah, because that I, that's a, a big thing with people with supplements too, is like, it's not going to work if you aren't consistently taking the doses. You're going to be consistency though. Even like when you're going through a SIBO protocol, you got to do it every day, three, four times a day, right. every day. You can't miss a dose. When you're going through your health protocols and getting your, your period back, you've got to be consistent. And I, and I talked to her a little bit about that. I said, how consistent yeah. have you been? And she was telling me, um, uh, well, I'm pretty consistent, just like my food. Uh, and, and, and you, and it's hard to gauge, you know, you're you been estrogen dominance for your for she says my entire life we don't even know how long that right. she's been estrogen dominant um and which is estrogen dominance is like so apparent in women it's just so common nowadays oh it's so common it's super Especially common i mean and it's and, because it's because the first thing that happens when you go to the obgyn when you first go like very birth control. what's the first thing they're gonna do i'm gonna give you birth control they yeah. just give it out like candy they did like no reason to give it to you but here mm. i want you to have it like you gotta take yeah. it uh, yeah and that's where a lot like a lot of women's problems start from i mean here's the thing 
when we give testosterone to 13 year old boys no we wouldn't we fucking don't do that we don't fucking do that we don't do that so why is it okay to give estrogen and progesterone to 13 year old girls girls yeah it's we are basically putting young girls on hrt it's something that i think uh science the medical community needs to really address because i I think that you're doing more harm than good oh Um, i I know know why it's never gonna happen (laughs) it's funny we both with money right no it's true money 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 that's also why obgyns don't like when you go to an obgyn with any problem with your fucking period what is the only and first fucking thing they're gonna give you birth control birth control any problems you have, you go to birth control. They're yeah. not, and guess what? They're not even going to fucking run your blood work to see what's wrong. That sucks. That's so and crazy. They're not going to do any of that. The only thing, they're going to hand your prescription for birth control. It's asinine. It's absolutely you have asinine. To, like, for women to get blood work at, at their OBGYN, it, like, it, it is so crazy to me how difficult it is for women to get those tests done. Um, you even at HRT, we do, we will do it for you guys. But you know, and that's the thing that sucks, though is that you know some women they want to be able to utilize their insurance and yeah, they hard. can't they can't do that. And can't I, to me, it's like I I think that you know it should be your right as a like your patient right to be able to request those things. If you it is, to. and they fight you. I mean, we I I oh, have people yeah. that tell you they fight me on my full thyroid panel. Um, I had men, uh, friends of mine, who basically said, well, I want to run my blood work through my insurance to do it. Just upload it to the, to the portal. I've rejuvenated. We'll look at it. We, it doesn't matter to us yeah. where you get your blood work. Right. Um, and, and one of the things to say is like, my doctor said, well, I don't need to test my estrogen. I said, yes, you do. He goes, why? Right. That's a female hormone. I'm like, fuck my life. He's not telling you that. <laughs> the doctor told you that. He says, yes. Oh. Dude, I don't need it. Hear some of the shit I hear from like my clients when after they see their doctor, I'm like, wow. Like wow. it really is disturbing to know that like I know, and I'm a bodybuilding coach. I know more and bounds more than most gynecologists know about women's hormones, which is just I probably know less than you do, but I probably know more. You probably do too. But you know, and and another thing is like, okay, even if you can get the blood work. They don't even tell their patients when to get the blood work done. Because if you're a woman and you want to get your progesterone, you want to get your estrogen tested, if you're still getting your period, then you need to base that blood work when you get that blood work around that period. Because right. otherwise, if you if you get your blood work during your period or immediately after your period, it's you flawed. know what those numbers are going to tell us? Yeah, it's fucking zilch. Nothing. 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 It's going to give us no information at all. It, it's so it's sad. Like relative to where you are in your cycle too. And it's like, how can your doctor say, like, even evaluate your blood work and your hormones if they don't even know where you, they don't even know where you are in your cycle? You know, it, it, it's sad. Well, like, uh, it's, it's crazy. To me. It's, it's, it's crazy, crazy and it's sad. I mean, we we deal with all of that, and sometimes we have with people who's like, well, look, I I suggest you try a different pathway before going the yeah. HRT route. And there's people, there's women that are 42, 43 that they're like. I can't fix my, I, my, my progesterone won't come up. I've tried the natural pathway. I've tried working with different coaches. It just doesn't want to come back up. Even my thyroid, I've tried right. everything. I thought thyroid was, I, and I said, you know what? You may be at that point of no return right. uh, for whatever reason. Everyone's different. You know, right. uh, it, it, Chris himself, we had him on a podcast. He said he went, he was running, he had 131 test levels at 32. Ooh. And that's how he, that's how he got into HRT because yeah. he was an orthopedic doctor. 
And you got into HRT because of that. Okay. I have a 20, I know a 29 year old kid that basically is reading 200. Wow. So it affects people in different age groups, you know, it's like, and, and ask them now how he feels. I mean, I told him like, you're probably a lifer. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, but here's the thing. That's the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. Like most, most 20 year olds aren't going to have, or even 30 year olds are going to have test levels of a hundred, you know? And I think that's something for people to consider is like, okay, there are exceptions to the rule, right? Absolutely. But also making sure that, okay, what else are you doing in your life? And are you being consistent with the natural ways of getting it back? And if you're under 40 and you're a woman, you know, I actually at one point, cause I had gotten to a point with my hormonal journey where I had no hormones at all. I had no yeah. progesterone, no estrogen, no testosterone. Like yeah, it was petty use, wasn't it? Literally none. And so that was from ped use. It was from like just years of not ever, like not doing PCT, right? Uh, And so I, at one point, like I went to the endocrinologist and he's like, I don't even know how you're alive right now. Like, how are you in front of me? (laughs) You got no hormones. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's why I feel like a fucking zombie. That explains it all. Uh, But at that time I did go the HRT route but what I was able to do was get that, like my period back, get my levels back. And then I actually switched over to using the Chase Berry and the Progon B instead and was able to get my natural production back. Nice. How so long did I, it take you? Uh, it took me about two years. Okay. Yeah, it took you a while. And that happens a lot with, with competitive, body, competitive bodybuilders a lot because they, and let's call it what it is without offending anyone. I, I love all you guys, right? Because I think you guys are, just on a different level with mentally with with the 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 amount of stress and strain that grit that you put your body through uh to get to the levels that you are but have an idea that it there's people that it takes a year for them to come back right and 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 people people expect it to be like uh it's been three weeks well you've been beating your body to a pulp for the last 10 years it's not gonna happen in a year right and so what i like what i really try to tell women is it's going to be a lot easier for you to get your natural hormone production back, your cycle back. The shorter your cycles are and the le- like the lower uh, amount of gear that you use, it's going to be easier for and like the more that you in between cycles are allowing yourself to get your period back for at least 3 cycles before you go back on any anabolics or use any other kind of uh, like PEDs that are going to affect your sex hormones. So <laughs> it's when you, it, it, it becomes much harder for you to get your hormones back when you have down-regulated them for longer periods of time. It, and, it you, time. and that's why like, I'm so, I am so passionate about like educating women on, you need to take time off. You need to PCT. You need to get your hormones back because it's, it's that cycle of not doing that that keeps your hormones down-regulated and then they're not going to fucking come they're back. Not gonna, they don't want to come back. And it's going to take two years for you to get it back. So be smart in, in the very beginning of your journey and, or even if you're not in the beginning of your journey, be smart now and start doing it now where you actually, after your cycle, you're gl- getting your blood work, you're fixing your hormones, you're getting your, your uh, like get your period back for at least three cycles. Like consistently do that. And if you are doing that and keep your cycle short, Keep your doses really low. You're a woman. You don't need a lot of fucking gear for it to work. Right. And the, 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 the least, like the, if you can use less anabolics, guess what? Every time you use them, you're not going to have to keep on upping the ante and using more and more and more to get that, the results. Because what happens is these women, they'll use, 
I don't know, they'll use Anabar for a fucking year straight. Never fucking like come it. off of it. Down-regulate their testosterone. They finally come off. And guess what? Now their testosterone isn't coming back. And so you know what they do? Four. Now they're going to go back on the Anabar. But now they're like, the Anabar is not really doing anything at 20 milligrams anymore. So now I'm going <laughs> to add in the Primo. Now I'm going to add in the, now the Primo and the, and the Anabar aren't really doing it. Okay, now I got to add more compact. Now I got to add tests. Now yeah. I got to add like, you know, so that's where these women, they keep on, like having to up the ante because fucking take care of your shit after your cycle. But, but you know what, um, Jamie, I think the biggest thing, you nailed it. The biggest issue is you have coaches that are not like you and what they preach. And I've heard it from a bunch of even pros will tell you, well, once you're in the, 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 the lifestyle, once you become a pro, you're a lifer. You don't get off of this shit for 10, 12 years, 15 years. And that is the most irresponsible asinine yeah, you wanna, bullshit. You want to end up like the how many people that fucking died in 2020. It's, it's right. You want to be one of the body counts in 20, like, you know, 2022 this year. Like, you guys want this is the, the fuck out of me. How everyone's a fucking count? coach. I, I literally just saw a post a couple of weeks ago on these, you know, a couple of girls, really beautiful, pretty girls, beautiful mm -hmm. girls. They're all coaching. You probably have a zero yeah. knowledge of hormone balance. Right. And I'm not preaching. I'm not saying I'm tooting my horn saying that I do, but I've studied this so much and I continue to study this so much that I could probably tell you a little bit of how pathways work. Mm -hmm. What other than looking cute with a nice little perky ass, what the fuck are you going to do to take care of clients that have these hormone imbalances and needs? It's, yeah. It's irresponsible. It's so irresponsible, and we need to do better as a community, right? Let's dive into PEDs. <laughs> How it affects your brain. So yes. let's let's get started with that. Why don't you run with it for a little bit while I jot some notes down of the questions that were asked, and then well, we'll, we'll interject. I think that the biggest thing is we. This is something that's not being addressed at all. This is not something that we really even talk about in the bodybuilding community. And I think what people need to understand is that, you know, it, especially with the studies that I've been reading is, you know, again, the longer that you're using these compounds, the more likely you're going to have these negative effects. So there was actually one study that I was reading, and this was a study, and I actually wrote down who it was from, um, Astrid, Astrid uh, Bojbeck from Olson, also, also University. And so she did a study with, uh, I think it was about like two or 300 anabolic users. I believe it was in the UK. And, you know, she found, she had findings that, you know, things like there, like the actual size of your brain. So parts of your brain will actually be 20%, on average, they were 20% larger than non-steroid users. And so, you know, the parts of the brain that were enlarged were, were like the amygdala. Your amygdala, that's what's going to control what? Like your anger, your aggression, your anxiety. So if you have a larger amygdala, you're going to have, you're going to be more apt to have more depression, more anxiety, more aggression. Uh, she also found in that study that it's going to thin your frontal cortex. Yeah, so your frontal fine. cortex, what's that going to do? So your frontal cortex, that's like your impulse control. So again, it's like, all the very stereotypical, these are all the very stereotypical like bodybuilding stereotypes of like the, the like the aggressive meathead, right? right. Uh, and there is some, like, there is scientific evidence that especially long time users. So the longer that you use, 
the the bigger that those part that like your amygdala is going to be and the thinner your cortex is going to be and that's it that that's permanent. That's not going to change when you when you stop anabolics. So, you know, even if you're someone who uses anabolics for five, 10 years straight, and then you stop, you have forever changed, even just like the, the actual size of your brain. So that's not even getting into pathways of dopamine and serotonin. We're just talking. That's where I was going. Effects, right? Like, yeah. I'm just talking permanent effects. And so, you know, we also have to consider, okay, so it does have these effects on serotonin and dopamine. And right. th those are also going to have effects on what, like, so dopamine, that's going to control your motivation, your drive. Uh, you know, that's going to affect also, dopamine also has effects in like movement. So you'll see people who have one of the dopamine pathways, if you have some kind of issue with that pathway it's actually gonna that's what leads to things like parkinson's disease right motivation so like, also i mean because oh, it yeah. makes them uh, it is the, the feel-good drug or your brain yeah. basically gets released uh and basically right. you start lacking certain motivation to even get up and you start going into state of depression i read studies myself on dopamine and and the the problem with a lot of this stuff is that people tend to read certain things and only take a little bit of what they read. Perfect mm -hmm. example. There's there's a study and I jotted it somewhere. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna post it as soon as I as soon as I, I find it. That talks about how uh, increase in anabolic steroid use, primarily low do listen to this low dosage testosterone helps with dopamine and serotonin levels. Well, listen to this, yeah, yeah. but, but, yeah. but we're talking about low dosages, right? right? And we're and talking it, testosterone, right? Right. Just test, right. just test. Just test. Okay. Just test. So people are like, oh, this is amazing. Well, if you keep reading the study, by, by the time you get down to the tiny little, they're talking 50 milligrams to hundred milligrams of test, HRT type of dosages on a consistent basis are going to increase. What they failed to realize is over a period of five years, right, th that basically goes to shit. And it starts to, you get that point of no return where it actually starts to diminish the serotonin and dopamine levels in your brain. Okay, so the, the way that, and so like, so everyone understands the way, it almost, the way that it, it affects your dopamine is almost the same way that you are, your dopamine pathway is affected by things like opioids, right? So the reason why at first you're not having that neg negative consequence is because you have like a, a the, like this tonic state of your dopamine. So that's kind of like your baseline level of dopamine, right? And so when you are craving something and when you are like, when you have that motivation, those are the, like, you have those peaks in your dopamine, right? And so after those peaks though, Guess what's going to happen? I drop. You're going to get a crash. And so this is what happens with people who have like opiate, uh, like uh, any kind of addiction or even like alcohol addiction. Is right. That al they're going to seek out that alcohol. And once they get it, they get that a huge dopamine rush, right? And then, and so anabolics and steroid users will have an increase of their dopamine pathway. But what that, what happens over time is when you increase that dopamine pathway, you're gonna get that crash after. Right. So what happens after we come off an anabolic cycle? Depression. <laughs> well, depressed as fuck, right? Fucking depressed. So it, what it actually does is, so it's going to upregulate that pathway, right? That dopamine pathway. But with serotonin, 
it actually, like there have been studies that it, you actually have less serotonin, serotonin receptors when you're using uh, anabolics. I didn't so know that. Your serotonin is actually going to be like, you, you're going to, it's going to go down having lower levels of that serotonin being binded in your brain. That actually has been shown like that's aggressive behavior. That's going to lead to that aggressive behavior. Right. As well. um, not only that, but if you have like serotonin is also the neuromodulator that is making you happy. It's putting mm -hmm. you in a good mood, but it also affects gut health as well. So, right. you know, if you, you know, even thinking about, okay, like anabolic users, it is not unusual to hear of gut problems, right? That, yeah, that definitely happens. Like, and that's, you know, some of that is also liver related, but some of that can also be serotonin related. Um, and then, there are people who, when they're on cycle, they are like more depressed or they're not as happy and they are more aggressive, right? Um, I know for myself, I'm still happy when I'm using anabolics, um, but I'm definitely more aggressive. Right. Uh, like right now, I just started doing jujitsu and I am on cycle right now. And I'm like a little bit scared. I'm like, what's going to happen when I come off? Are you beating like, these, I'm not going to be so fucking these, badass anymore. Are you beating these poor jujitsu guys up? <laughs> Dude, I, I, have, I, got, I got a couple submissions. So I'm, I'm, like, it's, I'm like two weeks in, I already got some submissions. So I'm, I'm loving it. But again, like I have right now kind of an artificial aggression uh, and more of that like what's actually going to help me with something like jujitsu, but what's going to happen when I come off? Same You're thing. You're going to notice a difference. You know? There's going to be, there's going to be a difference and all of that's going to be down regulated. So <laughs> I think one thing that a lot of people don't think about is not only what's happening when you are on cycle, because again, your that, that dopamine pathway is actually increasing. You're getting more dopamine from the anabolics, but it's what happens after. That's after. why we have so many suicides after, especially like men who come off of cycle. We just had a female suit come yeah, 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 female yeah, too. But it's, it. defi it's definitely more prevalent with men than it is. Well, but I, I mean, I, I think, suppose I'll the catabolics are too. I'll, I'll tell you why I think that is more prevalent with men is because um, more and more- and Well, more I men mean, use anabolics. Number one. Number two is more and more men. Actually, I didn't even know this until recently. The the How easy it is to get Trembolone trend Oh, yeah. in the open market it's so simple and you have people that should not be running it running it and they oh, don't yeah. understand trembolone actually deteriorates and 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 uh blunts the uh, serotonin and dopamine levels in your brain uh which what happens is uh, that causes your body to increase cortisol level that's yeah. where you got the, the lack of sleep issues yeah which leads to aggression, which leads to tons of other stuff. So what, what is happening, all these neurotransmitters in your brain are basically being shut down. All the good ones, right? right? All right. the good stuff is making you happy, that's making you smile, that's making you, I'm going to a workout, man. I'm, I'm stoked. Right. You're like, I'm going to grow some motherfucking weights now and don't get in my face because I'm going to punch your ass, right? right. Yeah, they have that, that, just that nasty attitude. Yeah. I, I experimented with trend two years ago and I, I never go high on anything because I just get toxic and it's just yeah. not for me. I run 200 milligrams of tests and I always say it. I'm not, I mean, I don't look impressive, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. I, I want to live longer guys. And right. we're going to talk a little about that. Um, and I experimented with it. And yes, you, you can tell that aggression where I was with my ex, Nina, we were walking through my, 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 my parking lot on the other side because I had to park my car on the other side. And this guy 
creeps up in his pickup behind me and I have my bag and like he's getting really close yeah I look I keep going and she's walking to the gym with me I mean forward and then he doesn't stop he just keeps going I turn around and I look and he looks straight at my face (laughs) I I am like I take my backpack off take my sweatshirt off i walk towards him and i wanted to i literally wanted to rip him off from the from the windshield of the car from the window of his car yeah my girlfriend nina at the time said ron (laughs) and i was like i I didn't know what to do at that point (sighs) my buddy my buddy he went through the same thing but he actually literally and he was like six three running 600 milligrams of trend 200 I mean, I he pulled somebody out he yeah. pulled somebody out from the the, the, the passenger car and yeah. beat the fuck out of him and that's when his wife said you're gonna go to jail you're done yeah. and yeah. my girlfriend at the time said you're done and guess what i was done because that's yeah. not that's not who i am right right listen to it what i'm gonna tell you man that's not who I am. Like yeah. I'm intense. You can see like my intensity. I'm intense. I'm passionate. Right. I'm South American. Um, that's I'm warm blooded, but I'm not a person that's going to go unless you really provoke me. That's and gonna want to pull you out of the right. window of your car and beat you yeah. up. I'm just gonna be like, look, asshole, you need to just back off. You know, like you're getting too close. I'll be or I'll be nice about it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a, but I was it's just that's what trend does. It, it, I think that like, I mean, I've never used Tran. I do know some women who use Tran. And for all of you female listeners out there, don't fucking use Tran. Um, don't but, touch it, girls. Right? Don't touch like, it. It's, it's poison. It's not for women. Um, it's not for anybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. But if you're going to be a dude, I mean, it's, it's yeah. more for men. Yeah. But I mean, I think that women don't really think about the implications of how their mood is going to change. And... Uh, I know that. So when I was married and I was competing and I would be on cycle, my husband would tell me, he's like, you're, you're not as loving. <laughs> yeah. You're just cold. He's like, and then when I would come yeah. off cycle and, and like, especially like right before I got my period, like, like, right, he, like, he's like, he's like, wow. Like this is, this is the Jamie that I miss. Cause I was like, here. <laughs> and, but like on cycle, like I was a lot Don't touch me. older. Don't touch me. Yeah, like I was just a lot colder. Like I was like, don't fucking hold my hand. Like, yeah, and just like I dated somebody like that. I did I I will never ever date anybody like that again. I dated somebody like that, which which I really cared for, but she ran Anavar the entire year for a couple years in a row. Stupid. And and I would tell her, What are you doing? You need to get off. Yeah. Like do a PCT. And she goes, Oh, I do take like a couple weeks off. That's not taking off time. You need to be off of it until she got with with Jay with my coach, and she's like, Well. He has me off for a while. And I said, if I tell you that, you don't listen yeah. to me. But he told you the exact same thing that yeah. I would, that you should be doing, but it's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But she was so cold. And yeah. again, I'm very passionate. I'm very warm-blooded. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just like that. Yeah. And I hated it. I just yeah. couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it because... I like to I like to pass around. I'll squeeze your butt and smile. You know, it's like that's who I yeah. am. And, yeah. like, and, and I, I mean, I have to say, like from a women's perspective, like when I was competing, it definitely like when I was using a lot more like and like harder anti estrogens, like beyond just like Nolvidex. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a Rimidex or, or yeah, like a Rimidex and Letrozole. Letrozole. Um, Ouch. that shit really fucked me up. Woo! Um, Letrozole's and, so strong though. Well. 
here's the thing, you know, I was just listening at that time. I didn't really know what I was doing. I listened to what my coach was having me do, which now I would never fucking advise a woman to use like Novadex. That's it. Like no other anti-estrogens. If you need yeah. other anti-estrogens, you're on too much fucking gear. Um, and, and really that's probably the position that I was, I, I mean, I, I wasn't running a lot of anabolics, but I was doing a contest prep. I was getting ready for the Olympia. Right. And I, I have to say that not only, you know, is it the, like, is it the anabolics that are affecting these pathways that are affecting your mood and your mental state? But if you're also a woman that you're used to having normal levels of estrogen, in estrogen your body, right? yeah. like female levels of estrogen in your body, and you go from that to like fucking like zeroing them the, the fuck out for a contest prep, and you're on Arimidex or you're on Letrozole, you're on any of those uh, anti-estrogens. You ain't going to be that, cute and that sweet. Is, that is a whole nother level of changing like how you feel mentally. Uh, because again, that the the hormones of estrogen, like that is where you're, you're like, you're getting that nurturing part, like that, that nurturing, like part of being a woman, right? Sign that, me like, up, soft, like, get that. right? And it's like, so if you are not only affecting these neuro pathways from like, by, from the, the anabolics, but you're also stacking that with like really harsh anti-estrogens, like you better watch out on how you're acting around your people because you're gonna ruin some fucking relationships. You're gonna be alone. And, yeah. and it, I, I think people don't realize the relationship of the neurotransmitters uh, in your pituitary and your hormone balance. It, it, right. Guys, it goes hand in hand. Okay. There was the MPP. MPP can completely trash your dopamine, serotonin levels, and much more other neurotransmitters in your, in your body. And the reason why there's a lot of bodybuilders that uh, have ruined relationships is because of that. Yeah. Not only men, but women as well. Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, I was asked a question the other day. Uh, it, it was, I, I won't even say it's a friend of mine. It's somebody that I got out of the blue I was talking to. She came out and asked me. It's like, do you date only like fit girls? And I said, absolutely not. Yeah. I said, I date good people. And because girls don't even make, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, I, me personally, I don't think I look impressive, but people just like, they don't make eye contact. Girls don't make yeah. eye contact, right? So with me, it's kind of like, I, I just want somebody that is, that wants to understand the lifestyle because I live the lifestyle. Right. And if you work out great, but if you cannot be that sweet woman, because yeah. I don't want, I don't want to be a dude. I don't want to be with a dude. Right. I, I bring that element into the right. <laughs> I want somebody that's yes, fierce, competitive, that wants to live, but it also has a role of being the nurturer right. in, in the relationship. Right. right. And, and, and I can understand going through prep. My uh, next of mine went through a prep and she was just tired all the time. Mm -hmm. Sex drive was in the toilet. So you got to be understanding of that as well. Right. And right. that goes along with what? Your brain. Yeah. The, the neurotransmitters going through your brain, your sex drive is out the door. That's not your body's changing because it's focused on preserving energy Yeah. because you're putting it through the gutter. Right. So it says, I don't really care about sex right now. I yeah. don't really care about orgasms. I don't care right. about sex. I don't fucking care about, me. don't hug me. Off me. Let me, off. don't, don't hug fucking me. cuddle me or anything. <laughs> I don't want you to fucking cuddle me. Nothing. Don't like, touch yeah. me, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, you have to have a very solid foundation with your partner to understand that all these chemical functions are going in your brain. And he has to understand that, in, hopefully, mm. that as you cycle off, 
and if you're smart, if you're a smart woman, you and you and and Jamie, you're you're you fucking nail so many things on the dot. This is why a lot of my listeners tell me you need to bring Jamie back because she speaks the truth. And I said, you need to cycle. Off. If you're with a coach that does not tell you to cycle yeah. off your anabolics, it is irresponsible to the 10th degree. Yeah. And you're going to reap some really bad benefit. I mean, some really yeah. bad consequences. And, yeah. and then you're going to ruin your relationship because number one, you're going to be consistently like, and only, it's only going to get worse. Right. And there's only so much a partner is going to be able to take before he right. says, you know, I, I, want, your I want the I want the I want the old yeah. I, want, I don't really care that you have a six pack. I'll date a fat girl that's nurturing over a girl that's fit. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me the girth. <laughs> right? Well, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, because like I am a more like people would categorize me more like I have more masculine features than I do like oh, so I think you're I, th- I don't even think so because I look at your pictures from a physical I, standpoint I, I mean like from a, from a, a mental like personality you're just alpha you're just an alpha right and I but it like for me it's very hard to even date men because most men tell you know what they tell me all the time I'm too intimidating yeah you, you yeah. come across that way because you're alpha yeah, but it's like, where are the fucking alpha men these days? Because there ain't, but I don't, I don't, there's none in fucking Charlotte, man. There's no, they, all the guys like fucking skinny jeans and ponytails and man buns. And like, I literally, where I was living in Charlotte before, I was, I was more jacked than 95% of the men that lived in my area. Like, yeah. and that's a physical standpoint. But even that, like, I dated a couple guys around here, fucking pussies, man. Like, they can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, I, I that it's, it's it's interesting but you know i've hear. also heard that the um who was the woman that wrote a book about testosterone i think that it's called like i think the book is called t something like this it's like you know it's a, a book about testosterone she was on the joe rogan show actually and so she has been studying the levels of testosterone in men over the last like hundred years and back in the 70s it was like I don't know. I, I don't even know what the average was. It was Much higher. like a, a thousand. Let's just say it was a thousand. Right. And the average now is like, it's like the average now is half of what it used to be in the seventies. Well, you know why, right? I mean, you, because all the, all the chemicals, the plastic, oh, yeah. all the bullshit oh, yeah. that it's out there. It, you didn't have that back then. Going back to what you were saying about testosterone is like, it's funny that you, you talk because I had the same issue and I'm not even yeah. close to being as jacked as you are yeah. uh, from a female standpoint, of course. But yeah. what I'm talking about is like, I it's, it's interesting, and this is a we're gonna do a topic on dating. Oh, <laughs> we gotta, we, totally we should. I'm totally down. We gotta do that. But it's interesting because can I call out all the fuck boys. No. <laughs> call out all the fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. Uh, it's interesting you say that. It's funny because I didn't even know what a fuck boy was until somebody a messaged. Uh, <laughs> name who, who it is. Somebody messaged uh, one of my ex co-hosts and said, "Yeah." Ron looks like a fuck boy, <laughs> but he's so smart. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, Sonia, what the fuck is a fuck boy? <laughs> I have no idea what the hell that is. I'm like, I don't have time for that shit. But going back to what I'm saying, is like, I think, and I'm not, I'm not saying your problem because it's not a problem. You're right. just, you're, you're alpha. Yeah. You're, you're, you're aggressive. You're a go getter. You're educated. You're smart. So. I I feel like I definitely, like, I will say, like, I will speak to the fact that, like, when I am on cycle, I'm definitely, I'm far more aggressive. I'm far more driven. That's going to be expected. And I I think, and I, you know, and I think that that's, that's great. 
I think what whip, I think what what people need to understand in general is you have to have the expectation that when you kind of come off cycle, you you are you, like you have fucked with your you have fucked with your neurotransmitters, you have fucked with your hormones. You are gonna have a point like after after you come off that cycle, yeah, you're probably gonna feel fucking depressed for a little bit. You're not okay. gonna have as much motivation. You're not gonna have most a lot of drive. What I see happen with a lot of women is after they come off cycle their testosterone is completely downregulated. They have like no test. They have super high estrogen. So if you have super low test and you have super high estrogen, how the fuck are you going to feel? Yeah. You are going to feel no. depressed. You are going to have no motivation. You're going to, you're going to pile on body fat easier. It's going to be harder for you to recover. It's going to be harder for you to train. You're going to feel pretty fucking shitty for a little bit. <laughs> but it's like, a, a couple things you can do to avoid that in the first place. Don't run your cycle so long. Run your cycle shorter. Uh, and then- do support. You, know, you can yeah. do support like, as, as you're running right. your cycle. I mean, uh, I look at new ethics and I, I we, I mean, you has been diving into the digestion side where um, I myself, I'm being mentored by a PhD in pharma, uh, pharmacokinetics because I want to learn more about how mm. certain compounds n- not only work on a, in a Petri dish, but how it actually works in humans, which is right. really what we want. And, and what I'm saying is Jumpstart EC is a good compound. And if you look at the ingredients, it's very, it's a, it's a basic compound. It works if you right. can run it along with your cycle. But even, even, even coming off that, like if you are support, like still supporting it with that, you're still going to have a time when you come off where things are going to be in the fucking shitter. Yeah. Like, so it's going to expect it, right? Even if, you are, even if you are supporting it before you get off cycle, you are still going to have a time period after that cycle, especially if your cycle is long and it's more aggressive. Now, if you're doing a short cycle of Anavar, you're probably not going to have any problems, right? You're probably going to be okay. Like you, know, you know, if you're doing like six, eight weeks of Anavar at 10 milligrams a day, it, like you're probably not going to have an issue. But if you've been on cycle for 16 weeks and, you know, you went to, to do your national show, so you were a little bit more aggressive this time, then yeah, you kind of have that have to have that expectation that after there's going to be a little bit of a, sh- a shitty time period. So let me ask you a question for all the girls here and, and for me too, because I'm curious. So how, how long does it, let's say you do an anabar cycle and this yeah. is what I, this, okay. So I coach a couple of girls and a couple guys and we see, and I don't advertise it because I, mm-hmm. I'm too busy, like yeah. stupid, stupid busy um, to say like 14 hours, 15 hour days is an understatement to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, on weekends as well because we're launching so many products uh but anyway going to what i was saying is like i take a couple people on they actually have lost 30 pounds 20 pounds and we're doing yeah. this like how is it that i'm losing so much weight i'm still eating 300 carbs is because we're doing it right, right right but when i my question is to you when you're running somebody on a cycle let's say on anabar mm-hmm. and this is my this is my thinking okay this is my thinking yeah. uh i always tell girls if my coach has me on uh five milligrams i said okay five milligrams is not bad to start yeah. uh how would you do it? They asked me. I said, look, my opinion is if you're running Anavar and you're running a little bit of tests, which I'm a big advocate if your testosterone levels are low, to run right. a little bit, to get you to a nice place. Not super physiological, but right. at the plus high end. Yeah. Baseline. Because at the high end, though. If, if you are a woman and your test level is over that like 80, 90, and then you add the Anavar in and you don't want any virilization you're you are at a very high risk of, of virilization so i it's interesting you say that because i gauge it based on their original lab work and how they feel yeah. so they're running 10 or they're at 10 or 20 i i would say look i would the way that i would do it i would do five milligrams of test mm. 10 milligrams of r and start there and then she and then she said well my coach wants me to start at 20 i said i wouldn't do that 
No, I wouldn't. I always, I always have my women start at the lowest possible dose and then work your way up. Because here's the thing. Especially that was my question. You, that's my question. Hold on. Don't, don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. Listen to okay. my question. This is my question to you, though. Okay. okay. This is what I do. Is I yeah. exactly that. I said, look, if you're going, no matter what you do, and you can run liposomal glutathione. Okay. This is actually has. I have guys right now telling me that they've been on liposomal glutathione and detox, and their blood work, their enzymes came back normal after running a 16-week cycle. Wow. That's how amazing this fucking product is. I love it. But anyway, going back to what I was saying is like, I tell them, look, if your liver enzyme, your, your liver is going to take a hit because you're running tests and you're running Anamar, right. it's going to take a hit. I, I, me personally, I say, well, let's push the envelope a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go to 10, go to 15, and then get off of everything. And yeah. I do it for eight weeks because my thinking is no matter what, if you're not running a, a liver support like liposomal glutathione, right or detox for that entire period, you, your enzymes are going to be high. Oh yeah, no doubt. No matter what. Right. So no if doubt. it's going to be high and you want to push the envelope of growth, right. then go all in and go, go 10 and then go 15. So what are your thoughts on that? Here's, I, I don't agree with you because a couple okay. of things. So first of all, it, okay, say I am like my, um, you know, I have my client Susie and Susie, she, uh, you know, say like at five milligrams of tests, like every three days, she's at like a good baseline of like 80 for her test. Level, that's good. Right? That's really, you know, that's good. Right. Really and, good. So, and, and so, and, but we're not really seeing much like, you know, muscle growth with that. So we add in the Anabar, we start at five milligrams with the Anabar. Right. So first of all, I always have my women start low for a couple reasons. A, most of your Anavar, where are you getting it? An underground lab, sure. right? Yep. So do, do you know that that underground lab really has 10 milligrams of Anavar in that tab? You don't fucking know a thing because you know how many, they sell the tabs in 10 milligrams, 50 milligrams for guys. So like, you don't know, maybe they just sold you a fucking 50 milligram tab and they don't even know they sold you a 50 milligram tab. And I'll tell you what, I, I just, I'll tell you why I disagree with you there. Because yeah, yeah. Anavar is so expensive to make. It's so expensive. And, and, and this is why I tell them. Exactly why I tell yeah. them to, to ramp up. Because the, the likelihood, and this was actually told by Chris Neal, which we have yeah. Anavar, pharmaceutical Anavar, which is right. stupid expensive, guys. Pharmaceutical Anavar is oh, stupid yeah. expensive. I'm but just letting so, you know. It is so fucking good, though. So the I difference? have, like, pharmaceutical <laughs> Anavar. And, like, actually, when I competed in the Olympia, like, I would always use pharmaceutical Anavar. Because you know what? I could use so much less fucking every everything else. Oh, you can do two and a half. You can do two and a half milligrams. Two and a half milligrams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you we have it. If you if you want it, you can go to our clinic. We can prescribe it. Right. It's so amazing. so you know my my thinking is a you don't really like you don't really know if that's it's underdosed. Okay, I think so, it's underdosed. But I think it's underdosed. Regardless of that, like regardless of that, I'm gonna have start you at five and keep mm-hmm. you at five for a week or two. You know why? Because all right, so at five, maybe we don't really see much and you're not getting any strength and nothing's happening. So we up it to 10. And at 10, all of a sudden, boom, like your shoulders are fucking popping. Everything, like you're getting the results that we want and you're not virilized yet. You have no sides yet. Why, if we're seeing the results that we want and it's working, why am I going to push more? She doesn't need more. It's fucking working. It's working. I'm not not saying to start high. I'm saying ramp up. But I'm saying ramp up only if you're only not getting biofeedback, biofeedback, listen to your right. biofeedback. Right. Gotcha. But, but, but if you're at 10 and like, 
you're not virilizing, but you're like, your strength is fucking going through the roof. You like, why go 15? Like, you're, you're harder. You're like, why? Why, why go 15? Not going up? Why? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, why? So then you can go up to 20 and now because your test is already at 80, 90. Now you're going to, now your voice is dropping. Now you're getting chin hair. Like, makes sense. you know, so it's like, it's better off to just start low. Wait until you get, and like, wait until you get to the point where, okay, like this is working. And then once you're there, why the fuck would you go up more? Makes sense. Try to waste I, more money to to fuck up your liver more to downregulate your te- like it just doesn't make any sense. Like you know, like if you're getting the makes, results you want, it makes all the sense. I mean, um, this is why I listen to all you guys because I learn from you guys. It makes I, all the sense. I, I think it's also, in context of okay, is this a woman who's who's never used Anabar before? Is this the first time she's ever used a cycle? How like how important is not not getting viralized to her? What does yeah. she not want to change? So it also is contextual because a woman like myself, yeah, I don't need to start at five milligrams because guess what? My voice is dropped. I have to shave my fucking chin every day. Like I've, I've got it all right already, you know, like the, the animal is not going to like, but I do make sure that, you know, I'm taking everything for my liver health, making sure that my hormones are fine after. So, you know, it, it is contextual to who are we talking about? Who are we talking and, about? And I think that's like something that we should talk about, like on the next podcast is like, you know, the different coaching methods for women, because it's not the same as men, because you get a male client, you can pretty much like give them a cycle. And that that's fucking it. Like, you know, you don't need to gauge it or ramp up. You can tell them, you know what? Well, not only that, but it's like, it's like, okay, I know you're a bodybuilder. I know what your goals are like, okay, let's fucking do it. But with a woman, you have to ask them, like, you have to ask them different questions. Like, you know, girl, like, do you want to have kids? Like, does that matter to you? Like, do you care if your clit changes? Like, yeah. do like are those things important to you? Like, right. are you okay with shaving your face every day? So, some of this stuff doesn't come back. Right, like, exactly. Like, I, I had like, I had a girl tell me like my clit never got back. My my yeah. clit's still pretty large. I'm like, well, how big is it? And she's like, it's like a little nub. And I said, okay. I mean, well, it, here's the thing: is like like honestly for myself like it like that doesn't like my clit is bigger than it was like it's not like a fucking like huge female um, bodybuilder penis right. but you know it's definitely not the same as it was before I started anabolics but for me I'll tell you the truth like before I started anabolics like yeah sex was good but now fuck man like it, it's like you it's on another I, level I, isn't it? <laughs> so it's interesting because I actually oh, I a lot into um women who have transitioned into men and when you look at like the different studies that they've done of women who have transitioned into men and the experience they have with sex and orgasm, um, they say that, and like, I can relate to this, is that your orgasm is completely fucking different and it is way fucking better. So to me, like my sexuality, I mean, my enjoyment of sex actually got 10 times better because- my clit is and like the, you have to think of it this way what is your clit made of it's made out of, out of erectile tissue erectile, erectile tissue. tissue is the same thing that a penis is made penis of, made right, of. <laughs> right. Like, you know one thing that i've thought about a lot is like damn like if i have this much more erectile tissue and my orgasms are this much better what the fuck does it feel like for you guys like you guys like you guys must have it fucking like it must be fucking out of this world like, let me tell you, you man let, let me- <laughs> Let me tell you, we're no longer, I got, I got two things to tell, three things to tell you. I may yeah. lie, maybe four. Number one is we're never going to have a topic of discussion when you and I get on. 
ever. Yeah. Okay, we're just gonna know, right? we're going to freestyle because this is just what it is. Okay, number two is like I have noticed. Like my my issue back when I was thirty four, um, I didn't know that my body was changing at thirty five, mm-hmm. and my it was because my testosterone levels were going up, DHT was going up. I started losing some of my hair. I went different methods. I found you know HRT. I went on HRT. My life changed. Yeah. Sex is off the fucking chain. Right? <laughs> okay. I tell people I am so dialed in. Like, yeah. Okay. And we're going to keep it blunt because we're talking clear and erection and penis. Okay. Yeah. So let's be blunt. <laughs> we're adults here for God's sakes. Um, I believe that I wake up and I feel like I'm 19, 20. Yeah. I wake up. There's days that I wake up with erections and I tell people that's the way you want to feel as yeah. a man. You yeah. know, if you have primarily, if you have a younger wife, you want to make sure that she's taken care of. You need to take care of yourself, right? right? Yeah. Because I promise you, it, and, and I'm not saying everybody does, but, some, you know, you got to be careful because if, if you ain't taking care of home, somebody's taking care of home for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will say, like, you know, I've had a, a couple relationships that were sexless uh towards the end and like i like it's just something i will not tolerate anymore Uh, Um, but i think that had i like if i was a woman that had never used like androgens and didn't have like my clit wasn't what it is now it probably wouldn't have bothered me that as much it's because you don't know what you don't know right exactly you know and it's not and i go back to certain things and this is why men sometimes get addicted to like high anabolics because number one they go on trembolone and they feel like they're porn stars like you can fuck forever like literally forever and it it gets i remember like when my husband would run trend i'd be like get the fuck off me like you like you want to fuck everything have sex like fucking 20 times a day i'm like my fucking vagina yeah Talk to my ex. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, it's it's very true. And same thing yeah. with Decca. The only problem with Decca is you just can't you just can't get off. Right. I mean, yeah. Like you just can't get off, and that's that's it another is. frustration of its yeah. own. We're like, my goodness, I'm like, I'm losing so much weight just trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the orgasms are just on another level. So from a male standpoint, I can see yeah. why men get addicted. But again, guys, you don't need. This is the big the biggest misconception. You do not need a lot of androgen anabolics to get to that level right. it's about dialing it right for you i run and i keep telling people get it, people constantly accuse me of running deca trembolone anabar i'm on 200 milligrams of test that's all i run i'm not a look at me i'm not a big dude I i'm not a big oh you look good you gotta get I, i'm leaner but i'm not a big dude like like some of my boys some of our, our athletes you know 280 260 220 I'm 180, <laughs> right? It's how I feel yeah. that matters to me because yes. my testosterone levels at 200 milligrams, and I talked to my to Chris about this, Chris Neal over at Rejuvenate, uh, 1,600 at 200 oh. milligrams. He's like, that's, man, that, you're, great. you're a responder. Yeah. And, and, and what I noticed is like, listen to this part, guys. It's for men, maybe for women. We tie, tie, uh, we're going to tie into women in a little bit. What happens when I start, and I've done it before, I start adding DECA, I start adding different compounds, I get toxic. And the reason why I get toxic, I think is because I'm a responder to very little. Yeah. And my body gets toxic. Yeah. And my, gut, yeah, okay. and my gut takes yeah. a hit. My gut takes yeah. a hit. I'm totally taking it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, sex starts to become a, a, a little bit of, 
it, it, you start losing the desire, for, at least for me, mm. uh, of sex when I start r- running too many, too much androgens, uh, yeah. too, many, too many anabolics. So for me, I, I'm perfectly fine with 200 milligrams. I'll yeah. run um, anabar, 50 milligrams of anabar when I want to get, like for now, I, yeah. I'm trying a different protocol. Uh, but for now, uh, maybe in, in about two, three weeks to finish, polish this tiny little body that I'm on right now, <laughs> to polish it off, I would probably go on 50 milligrams of, of anabar for yeah. four to six weeks and just literally get a little fuller, get a little harder with the lean cuts that I have. That would be it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need, I don't, I don't, I don't have, and, and this is all, with all due respect to all the bodybuilders out there that are part of our team, guys. I mean, I mean, it. this is just me. Right. Like, I, I, I'm like, Not you guys are, wants to be a bodybuilder. You guys are amazing. Okay. You know, like Alex at five, 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 six, 212 down to like 5% body fat in this mm-hmm. off season, right? Off season. I mean, he's yoked. Yeah. And I can't run the stuff that he runs. Right. Like I would get sick probably. Right. And, right. and I'm okay. Now also think about this. This is for me, females also. The average lifespan of a bodybuilder ain't that long. No, it's not. Okay. There's a reason behind and I it. Was, I was just saying that to a client today, uh, you know, cause she's come, she's come off cycle <clears throat> and she's postmenopausal. So uh, we are supplementing like her testosterone with TRT and uh, she already <laughs> does like HRT and she still has been feeling pretty shitty and she wanted to just have she she basically wanted me to put her on another cycle she wanted yeah. to use anabolics and i'm like it's not the time I'm like, I'm like you come to me for a certain kind of advice and that's advice that's going to keep you alive long enough to yeah. see your grandkids graduate high school yeah like you know there are going to be some coaches that when you have <laughs> a cycle and you don't feel good and if your body composition starts like not looking great if you say you want to hop on they're going to let you hop on back on a cycle so it's, it's scary but the, the, the repercussions uh, of that and you know what <laughs> i had a conversation with my bb pro yesterday and and i and i told her it's like look i'm not i'm not a big guy right because yeah. she's like she's she's off anabolics and she's having some issues as well and she's like well, what would you do i said well I, I i this is what i think is going on but you know you definitely need yeah. somebody to to look over your stuff um and and i said i i could i have access to everything I can run whatever the fuck I want, right? right? But why don't I do it, right? She goes, well, why don't you? And yeah. I said, and, and her husband is not running. He doesn't, I don't think he runs anabolics. So he's more like gen pop normal. Right. And she's jacked. She's yoked. Yeah. Yoked. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what he looks like, you know, just out of curiosity. I could never date a guy smaller than me. Well, yeah, you're a big girl though. How much you weigh? Right now I'm like 160. Yeah, see, like you and I are almost wearing the same, and then I'm like yeah, leaning out. Like I need to, like, see, I need to eat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, like, so I used to compete at like 140, though. So That's when cool. I was like really lean, I was like 140. So now I just, you know, I I let myself carry more fat now. Like I'm relatively. You carry it well, Jamie. I see yeah. your pictures. I'm like, man, Jamie looks fucking hot. You look fucking I, well, amazing. Thank you. I dieted really hard in uh, like the end of the year because I had a vacation I went on. Yeah, so I, 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 I dieted hard for that. And then after that, I've kind of kind of been fucking around a little bit um, and really haven't been focusing on diet too much. But, but I've got a photo shoot in a couple of weeks. But and so now I've got to like tighten shit back right. up. But, you know, I'm I've, I'm comfortable and I feel really good at like 150 155 like to get that's under 150 is really fucking hard for me that's pretty um, good way you compete at 140 yeah yeah and so you like you muscle. know i here's the thing though is like you know most of the time <laughs> when i competed 
I mean, I probably could have competed at my shape at like eight weeks out and still would have been leaner than 90% of 90%, the people on stage, yeah. including the bodybuilders. I know. I saw your, uh, I saw your video you posted today. I was like, man, fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Sometimes I miss it. And then sometimes I'm like, then I remember how shitty I felt how shitty like feel. getting into that. It looks, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I, this is what yeah. I'm going through right now. Because look, you can probably see him into the video. Like, yeah, I'm, oh, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty lean. Yeah. I'm pretty lean. But I don't like 177. Like, yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I'm, my 190 is comfortable for me. Like, 190 is actually really where I want to be at. So I'm like, if I can lean down a little bit more and then ramp up and fill out to like 187, yeah. 190, I'm going to look like a tank. Yeah, and that's where yeah. I want to be. But it, it, it mentally, like you have to prepare yourself mentally. Like right now, oh yeah. Like I said, I had a cheat meal. Right. I, it makes me want to have like more more food now because yeah. I don't feel like as energized. I mean, my energy levels are pretty right. good, as you can tell. I'm not like this, but right. mentally, like, do I really want to get down to like seven percent just because? Yeah, it's tough, man. Like. It's funny because I had signed on with a coach earlier this year and I had tried to diet just for the fuck of it. And I did not do well because yeah, you know yeah. what? I didn't have any like motivation to do it. Right. Like, yeah. but when, I'm telling you when I would compete, I did not fucking stray from my plan at all. Everything, every fucking meal was to the gram. I was one of those freaks that never cheated on my diet. Never, cool. never fucking ever. You gotta be uh, that's ready why for I that. got shredded though. Like that's why I got in the condition I did because I never fucking deviated. Uh, but it was like, I was just so hyper invested in the goal, right? Yeah. The ultimate goal, like <laughs> what that. And so like not having the stage there, um, it's definitely a lot. It's, it's different, man. And to like really push, especially as a woman to push yourself to getting to that like single digit body fat, dude, it's like, I think it's because really like, want it. is it, is it probably because you are more goal oriented or more driven towards the final outcome? I know I'm like that. It, it's, it's not for I me. Mean, it's a journey. The process too. It's a journey. It's a right. journey. Yeah. Like a journey. in bodybuilding, like, you know, when I competed, I really did love, I love the challenge. I love being able to push my, like, see how far I can push myself. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like, now I'm kind of like, you know, going in a like a different uh, direction. Well, yeah. probably because you're 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 in a different place in your life too, right? I mean, right, like, right. It, it's all well, it's all correlated. Right. I feel like I was missing that challenge because, like, bodybuilding, I I've accomplished what most people dream of. Accomplish, we'll never do, right? yeah. Right, yeah. like, and, and so, and I've I've reached the pinnacle of the sport, right? I've been to the Olympia numerous <laughs> times. Like, I've I've done great there. So, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, I feel like I need a challenge though. Right. Uh, so that's why I started doing the jujitsu because I'm like, okay, I'm not agile. I'm not explosive. I'm not like powerful in that athletic way. So I'm like, let me do something that I'm going to be really fucking bad at and that's, get really good at it. But Jamie, that's the difference between, I always talk about this in podcasts, right? The, the mind, and, and you hear it all the time. The mind is the battleground. The mind, everything starts in your mind. We're talking, we started talking about stuff i don't know what the fuck we started talking about then right. we went to neurotransmitters then we went to go into pet, pet pdus but go look at the look at the 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 um the entire chronology of what we're talking about it goes back to what the mind the brain it everything yeah. starts in the brain and the difference between people that are going to be successful whether it's bodybuilding mm -hmm. or whatever uh, you know for me it's like driving our team and our, our company into new levels i was talking to jeff black about this i said and, and i was very transparent it's like 
I don't chase money. I chase excellence because excellence will bring the money. Okay. And it, to me, you know, what's more important, the journey. Yes. Accomplishing what companies do in five years. I want to do it in two. And if you cannot see the evolution of our company in one year, how far we've gone and where we're at right now and the stuff that we're, that I'm sampling right now, that is going to allow people to go to that next level for you guys, for all the people that are listening to our followers, it's about the journey. And most people listen to what you just said right now. Mm -hmm. You wanted to do things that were challenging that you were not good at how yeah. many people choose the opposite because we live in oh, a they stick with what they're good at most people oh, yeah no i'm only going to hit what i'm good gym. at even in the gym people will only pick the exercises they like like yeah. if i don't have someone else writing my programs for me guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do all the shit that i like to do right yeah. Yeah. uh you know and that's just that's normal that's normal human behavior like you like most people want to find they want to have that like comfort they want to find the comfort zone right they, they want to they, they but i think that what separates and i'm going to call it what it is what i think in my opinion okay so take it for a grain of salt what i what differs and separates people that are um achievers yeah. versus the ones that want to cruise by and be okay is exactly that what are you willing to do that takes you out of your comfort zone where right. people are going to actually tell you hey you're not that great at this well you're right i'm not but you yeah. know what yep, i will be i would tell people all the time be comfortable at being uncomfortable exactly that you have to like you have to like be real but i do feel like there is an aspect like a part in prep where especially like I do feel like it's much harder for women to get super shredded, right? Of course. And when you are at that point where you're at, like, you're a woman, you're at single digit body fat, and you're still pushing hard. Your body's screaming. Here's the thing. If you are waiting for motivation to keep you going on that journey, you are going to fail miserably. Because you're going to fucking lose motivation because that shit fuck your body hurts just to get out of bed takes fucking effort Every, like just to do anything it's painful and hard to do fucking anything right just to talk to people you don't even want to talk to people right so you're not going to do good in the sport though if you need get, motivation right and so like you but you know what's going to get you through your fucking self-discipline that is going to, what's going to get you through but if you don't have a goal if you don't have a crystal clear goal that you are fucking excited about Where's your self-discipline going to go? Fucking out the window because you don't give a shit. Right. So you, it has to be, yes, like you have to, it has to be part, like you have to be, like, I do feel like high achievers enjoy the journey, right? But I also feel like there is going to be a part of the journey that you are going to be suffering fucking hard. Yeah. And if you don't have a solid, very crystal clear picture of the goal that what you, you want. have that ex- fucking excites the fuck out of you, that self-discipline, it's not going to be there and you're going to fucking quit. It's painful. Yeah. And I can tell you it's painful from, and let's take it out of the context of bodybuilding. It's mm-hmm. painful what what we are doing. Okay, let's, we'll talk about amino pure right now. What we're doing, and people don't realize, uh, 15-hour days, weekends, mm-hmm. at night, every fucking day. I'm exhausted beyond yeah. belief. And I'm, and I'm still trying to cut, but I'm so mentally exhausted. And yeah. it's, it's a dark place because nobody sees the amount of work that my team and my staff and, and all our right. team, developers, uh, we're talking about digital marketers, people that are, are we're ramping up. We haven't even launched it yet. We're ramping right. up. The amount of work that goes into this is so insurmountable. 
Yeah. And, and, and I'm driving that entire initiative. I'm exhausted, but I have nobody telling me, hey, uh, keep going. You know, yeah. I have to find that myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I got my athletes waking up in the East Coast. They're like, you're still up? I'm like, I'm still finishing up with a developer and I got to be up in three hours. Yeah. I got I to gotta actually go to work. I actually yeah. have a job in aerospace. But it's a dark place and you need to be willing and able to accept it yeah. and say, you know what? The, over there is where I see. I'm looking at that picture right there. And that's all I'm looking at. Yeah. And it's okay that I suffer now because that's what I want. Yeah. Exactly. The bigger picture. You got to look at the, the bigger, bigger picture. picture. The, bigger, the bigger picture. And it going back to, it starts in the mind. <laughs> yeah. It all goes back to the mind, man. And like right now, I'll tell you what, like starting this fucking jujitsu journey, I am sore as fuck. Like yeah, you're using way, your little muscles that you haven't used before. Oh, it's a different workout, right? Shit, dude. It is a different kind of workout. And I'll tell you what, like my body composition has pretty much stayed the same since I started. But I am blowing through fucking calories. Uh, it is it is a different kind of intense cardio. It is crazy. So uh, it, again, it's like, but if I didn't enjoy that challenge, would I keep on going like and keep on pushing myself? And I mean, I got fucking Matt Bird on my foot, on my fucking now I've got it on my freaking knee. I got that today. Like, I don't want to. yeah, you gotta you gotta enjoy that. I mean, but exactly, you, you exactly, gotta, right? Like, get enjoy to be beaten up. Yeah. That's, it's, it's difficult. And, and I think that everybody, and, and the reason why Instagram is so popular is because people want to live through the eyes of others. And I tell people all oh, the time, when they message me, it's like, stop living through the eyes of others. Yeah. Stop putting a plan for you. And even the people that we coach, people that I do coach and people that we do coach, because I, I actually send people for different coaches. I always tell people that like, who do you trust? I said, if anybody, I always say this, okay, take us with a grain of salt. I will support people that support us. Yeah. There's a lot of good coaches out there that don't want to support us anymore. So I don't support them. Yeah. Uh, they, if somebody asks me, hey, what do you think about this coach? He's a good coach. Yeah. Do you support him? I can tell you he's a good coach. Yeah. But they don't want to support me. So I'm not going to support right. them. So people that I, that I bring on as, as coaches, I'll, I'll tell you, you know what? If anybody, go talk to Jamie. Yeah. If you're a female, talk to Jamie. I don't know if you do men, but I think your, yeah. your specialty is definitely I women. But I, said, I like, definitely do more women than I do men. Yeah. If you want to keep healthy mm-hmm. and, you know, go to Jamie, I think that that's my opinion. Okay. Right. If you need a male coach, I have other coaches that I, Jeff right. Black's a great coach. Uh, there's other coaches that I respect, yeah. uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I want to focus on health first yes. and bringing in the anabolics in a responsible manner. And I think that's missing in the industry. And I think oh, what yeah. you're doing online with YouTube, what you're doing with your podcast, I actually listened to your podcast and I remember I, told you. You, I was like, man, that was, that was a great podcast. That host, I forget her name. Oh, um, Michelle. Oh man. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to have both of you guys on. Like, she's amazing. Dude. She like, it's funny because she sent me the list of questions she had and it was like, and this is typed out like <laughs> fucking like, I don't know, 50 questions. And I was like, uh, we can't cover all of this in one podcast. It's take a long fucking time, man. I'm we like, we wouldn't right. be able to do it because we go in different directions. But, and, that, and I think that's okay because yeah. people get, I think that people love that because I just actually got a message from somebody's like, hey, are you recording with Jamie today? That's why I took a picture of you right now. <laughs> and, I, and I messaged her right now and she goes, you guys are recording another podcast. She goes, yes. Oh, that's awesome. I love they, that. They love that. And I think that the impromptu of what we bring, the element, the yeah. energy. I always talk about your energy and like my energy. And I feed off of that. Yeah, it's, 
people are loving it. Like I look at the ratings for every podcast, and yeah. now the last three podcasts that we've done are like top three from for for, awesome. for us. And our, our our downloads are increasing, everything's increasing. So we're heading yeah. in the right direction. I think that one of the reasons is because we keep it pretty raw. I mean, we keep yeah. it pretty raw and it's hard to sometimes <laughs> to stay focused on one topic. I know, right? <laughs> Everything we talk about is so important and I think people it are is. just loving it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, they're loving it. So I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, let's, let's focus next and see if we can. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> let's focus what are we going to pretend like we're going to focus on? We're going we're gonna to try to nail down dating and bodybuilding. Oh, yes. Let's that should be a good, I, I may bring, I may bring a couple of girls on, maybe, a couple, I, you know what, I don't need to bring a couple of guys on because I got, ex- I, yeah. <laughs> I, got I got experiences for like ever. Uh, I'm single and uh, I, I broke up my, well, my ex and I, we broke up about a couple months ago and I decided, and it's funny, take this out. Every time I've broken up with a girlfriend or we bro- decided yeah. to break up, let's call it that, it's been the most successful thing for me because Mm-hmm. I put my entire focus Dude, I know. on my businesses. Yeah, I forget I about everything. Like what we've yeah. done over the last two months since I broke up my ex. Yeah. It's, it's like people are like, oh, fuck. Like, because I put everything. Weekends, yeah. I don't go out. I don't, I'm not a partier. Yeah. I would never date a person that raves. I did that once. Oh. And like, you're, you're a waste of energy. That's not for me. Uh, if you're not trying to enlighten yourself and grow as right. a person, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and, and go to that next level, you and I are probably not going to be able right. to drive. We yeah. need to be able to grow together. Yeah. So dating is important, but I've always only like been, I've been a super duper performer after a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like just recently, like I, I was like, I've been single for a long time now. And I was just like really happy being single though, because right. every, like my business was like a you know, just killing it in my business, doing the, like building that YouTube channel, just like everything in my life, like going fucking awesome. Right. And yeah. then I end up dating this fucking fuck boy. And of course, like, <laughs> it's, like seriously, like what is wrong with you, man? You fucked yeah. up. Man. He, didn't, he, he didn't have a ponytail, did he? No, thank God. Man. God, Lord. Thank no, you. no. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know what? And then it's like that kind of like, it kind of like got me off kilter a little bit where like before I was like, I don't even, good. I don't want to date. Like I have like, no, I don't need a man. Date, no desire to date at all. Like I was hyper focused on my business and what I was doing. And again, like everything was like going super successful, mm-hmm. everything. And then like, it's like sometimes that like dating can just like throw you off kilter. It's too. your focus. It's your yeah. focus. Uh, I, I cared a lot about my ex and I still do. Um, yeah. but I think that we were just going in different directions. So we decided to, you know, call it and that's right. okay. Um, somebody just told me to tell you to say hi. Hold on a second. We'll turn you. I got to tell you hi. Cause I mean, this is what we're, this is what we do. Right. Uh, her name is Joanna Isip. You know her Joanna Isip. Oh yeah. 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 She's like, tell uh, her I said hi. Aw. She's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I love her. So I think that, um, you you tend to focus you tend to lose focus because we always talk about when you're doing where you're driving driving your business i can see your growth i mean your youtube channel all this stuff that you're doing and even our, ours um you're so laser focused and you're mm. putting your everything into your business right. and when you're dating you 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 only have so many hours in a right. day yeah. so you start taking away from your, from your business that, yeah. your goals because you need to invest it in building that relationship right. that yeah. relationship needs to be worth it 
Right, it's right. And that's why like, when these fuck boys waste my time for two weeks and then I finally fuck them and then they don't fucking talk to me because they got what they wanted. Why, why didn't you just tell me in the first place all you wanted to do was fuck me? Then I could have like not wasted all of those hours. You know what you're getting into, right? build a relationship. We could have just fucked instead. Like, yeah, you know what you're getting into. fucking time. Like, what the fuck? What is wrong yeah. with you guys? You know, dating, it, that episode's happening because I, yeah. the only, you know, the only women I get there's two types of women that I that I yeah. that, that, that will, I'll talk to, not because I want to. Number one, I get an insurmountable of married women, okay? Um, and I'm not I'm not joking. I mean, this is yeah. this is what's wrong with America. Yeah. And I and I and I stay away. I, I'm dead serious. I stay away because I'm like, <laughs> karma. I I do want to yeah. get married eventually. I do want a stability because I do miss it. Right. I do miss having a warm body next to me every so often. Not that right. I'm alone. Uh, <laughs> being single is alone. Yeah, like the thought of like living with someone again. I'm like. Fuck, I gotta like share my living space with someone like I don't know like I love my independence but, but wait, I guess, wait like, until you find that guy though that yeah. is like oh man this guy this is special though I mean things change right, so what's, what's the second type of woman that you attract 24 year olds oh that's not year olds. no you know and one of the things I was talking to this other girl this in, 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 conversation I talked to a lot yeah. of pros online and yeah I'm, I keep it very clean professional because I like yeah. to be that way she's married awesome lady and I was telling her it's like, you don't want to know why I don't, I don't run high levels of anabolics. Have you mm. seen what men my age look like when they're running a lot of gear? Yeah. Like, I still look young. You. I still look young. Like, age you. <laughs> women, I mean, it ages women too, like big time. Like, it, you see those women with like leather face, you know? And it's I like, don't want that. And some girl asked me, it's like, I have a question for Jamie. Like, how the hell does she make her face look the way she looks? <laughs> Lots of injectables. <laughs> Cause she looks amazing. She goes, I can't make my face look that way. Every time I die it down, it doesn't, it doesn't come back. Okay. So ladies, first of all, I did an entire, um, Instagram, um, like video that's still on my Instagram that I talk all about everything I've had done to my face because I have a lot of women who come to me and they're like, Oh my God, I want to do the cycles you did because your face isn't fucked up. And the fact is that my face would get fucking jacked the fuck up, especially when I was really lean. I had really bad <laughs> face. It was terrible. But I like, I get a lot of like, I get fillers in my cheeks. I've gotten like sculpture in my cheeks. I get the threads that like lift my face Good. up. I get Botox. Like, sculpture is pretty badass, huh? Oh, it's fucking amazing. And then here's do the it. thing like, you ever use Sculptura and then like use GH? It like amplifies the fucking sculpture. Okay. Okay. So we know now for a fact, next episode, we're doing it on dating and, yes. and fuck boys dating and um, my stories. <laughs> uh, and then the following, we're going to do like protocols for beauty while Ooh, you're like dieting. It. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Because yeah. I think that more men should be doing that. I think, I think men should do that. Okay. So here's the thing though. Like I think. I don't about sculpture, but something. I think that like, okay, so if you're a guy, like, I don't think that guys who are competing really need to because no. like, like, but I, cause I feel like when you see a male on stage, you like really the judges aren't looking at your face at the all, face, right? Like at all. But if you're a woman competing, they are looking at your face. You gotta be pretty. I mean, you, you gotta it's be different. cute. It's different. Like men, here's the thing. When a man's face gets sunk, like sunk in and it gets it like- fucking it, ugly. It just, okay. No, it just looks, men, they, it's more angular. And that's actually like, if you scientifically- more masculine. data, like it'll, it actually makes women more attracted to you. 
The more yeah. angular your face is, the oh, more okay. women will find you attractive. Even my face. Look at my face. How it's like soaking yeah. in, soaking in right now. Like, I don't like it. But but that will that angular. Your face being more angular is what makes you look more masculine. So you, you are you trying to say that I could probably get more dates like this? Yeah, like, dude. Go out and get lucky, man. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I'll I will. Just go, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta stay away from the married women. Married women, stay away. No um, married women. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I got married women. I, I'll go visit you from freaking Rhode Island and Delaware, and I'm like, ah, no, stay away. But anyway, so yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, but, let's you know what, one of the things that we talked about with Chris Neal over at Rejuvenate, so we're starting and uh, 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 we're going to start doing a lot of podcasts together. Um, the, we are doing uh, a program for men, uh, an anti-aging program for men that doesn't that doesn't basically uh, include and about the uh, mm-hmm. the testosterone replacement therapy, but actually includes like uh, G, GKCU, okay. uh, some topicals. Yeah, but yeah. it's basically going to help men. They fill out their skin, give them a little bit more volume, yeah. um, because it's a, it's it's one of the gr- the fastest growing markets in anti aging is men. Believe it or not, more yeah. men are using fillers, more men are using right. uh, fat transfer, more men are using yeah. lotions and face. I do a full face, uh, you know, uh, uh, protocol for my skincare. I have I do my yeah. skin I do skincare. I, I'm not, I don't lie. I mean, what, you guys have skin too. Why not? I like to. I, I want to be as young as I can for as long as yeah. possible. Uh, I'm 44. I look a little younger, except for the fact that I'm like lean and uh, shaven right now. But I like to. I like to maintain that, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the longer that you run high levels of PD, you see a lot of guys that are 30 oh, yeah. and they look like they're 50. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be one of those guys. So anyway, we're gonna wrap this episode <laughs> up, guys. <laughs> this has been a blast. I I cannot. Uh, ever say that uh i can't have enough fun with jamie on so we're gonna wrap this episode up it's been great having you on we're definitely gonna nail you down for a couple of more episodes and we're gonna try to stay the dating was gonna be that's gonna be fun that's gonna be super fun i got some good stories for that one too i think our listening audience is gonna love that so as always guys uh thank you for listening to us i hope that you guys enjoy this episode as much as i did uh, I wanted to wrap it up in an hour. <laughs> it's been like almost an hour and 30 oh some minutes God. that we've been on. So uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, take it for the, with, with as much information, take the information with a grain of salt, of course. Consult with your physician if anything you're starting a protocol. Hire coaches that are really, really good at what they do. I recommend Jamie as, as somebody that's pioneering the effort in women, uh, trying to teach and put as much uh, beneficial information out there in the market that is actually going to be benefit for you to, to keep you going to where you want to go with your goals in bodybuilding and keep you as healthy as possible. So that's what's important. Jamie, as always, thank you so much for being on, uh, for being a right. of energy. And we will do this again. With that being said, guys, I always like to end up God first, family second. Be positive today. I'm going to go crush the weights right now that I'm on a high. Uh, it's 6 30 Pacific Standard Time. It's late for me, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm going to bed. It's 9 30 here. <laughs> you get some rest. We're out, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>